This is DZFE's Maestro Filipino, a focus for music with a connection to home. For this edition, I'm Daniel. We conclude our feature on In Pursuit of Excellence, an online concert series from the Manila Symphony Orchestra with a pair of violinists who present concertos that, in their esteem, do not receive the fame that they deserve. One of the works that we will hear is the only violin concerto of Russian composer Alexander Glazunov, which features a dazzling array of colors, from dark and stormy to exhilarating and folk-like. This piece will be presented by Monica Bakus, first prize winner of the Senior Strings category of the National Music Competitions for Young Artists 2021. Also among the best of Bacchus's 2021 is her acceptance into Cleveland State University's School of Music. We were fortunate to be able to speak with her very shortly before her flight to the United States. Our other violin concerto is the fourth, by violinist and composer Henri Viotomp, which features an orchestral part as rich as that of the violin. The soloist for this work is Kaila Coronel, who finished third place in NAMSIA 2020, the competition's first online iteration. Here now is Coronel to tell us more about Viotomp's Violin Concerto No. 4, Opus 31. I started playing the violin in group session when I was 7 years old at St. Paul. And then at 10 years old, I officially enrolled in the Predis program of St. Scholastica's College Manila, their music extension classes there. After school, it would always be a regular hobby for me to practice and to join group classes. And then I joined the MSJO when I was about 15 years old. That's when I started under Sir Jeffrey Solaris. I also got to play for MSO, the senior orchestra, in some of their concerts in CCP, in Arete. And then I think when I was 17, my teacher, Sir Jeff, uh, sat me down and said what I wanted for the future if I had plans to go abroad or pursue music as a career. And by that time, I was really into music. I was homeschooled and I focused on developing my music. So that time I said yes, I wanted to try out doing master classes abroad or even studying college abroad because by then the MSJO was open to that. I auditioned to the Guildhall School of Music in London, but it was a satellite audition held in Hong Kong. So I auditioned there and then I passed. But then another member of ours, Damodar, went to Vienna by that time. We were told that studying in Vienna is actually cheaper than in the UK. So we thought that that would be a better option. So I set aside Guildhall and started to learn German and prepared for Austria. And then in 2019, I went to Vienna to audition. I spent, I think, two months there. However, COVID came. Even if I passed my auditions, I had to come back home to process the visa papers. So when I came back, it was immediately the lockdown. When I came back here, I decided to enroll in St. Scotticus College for first year in music. However, the COVID pandemic kept sticking around. 
my family experienced some critical COVID conditions. Oh. That really was a deal breaker for me. It broke my heart seeing my family like very sick and ill and I couldn't do anything about it. And ever since I was young, actually, I wanted to go into medicine and be a doctor like my parents. However, when I got into music, I really got in love and obsessed with it. So I kind of immediately shifted direction there. However, the pandemic reignited that desire inside me to take up medicine as well. And I struggled with it a lot. So that's why I concluded that I wanted to pursue my career in medicine while still keeping in check with my practice routine in music. The piece that you performed for In Pursuit of Excellence is on Rivotomp's Violin Concerto Number no. 4. When did you first perform it? The first movement was my audition piece to Namsia 2021. I actually joined, but I didn't get past the second round. I honestly started just learning the Vuitomp last year as well. Why did you decide to perform the Vuitomp? That time, I was looking for concertos that I would like to study for Namsia 2021. I was only just listening to the first movement of the concerto, so I did not know that the Vuitomp number no. 4 had four movements. And I didn't know that the fourth movement was really, really hard. So I was listening to the first movement and I admired it instantly. It was the orchestra part that kept me listening. The orchestra part was really nice. It feels like a piece that's really meant to be played by the orchestra with a violinist. I decided to perform it because I wanted to go for the lesser-known works of the violin repertoire like Tchaikovsky, uh, Sibelius Brahms. And besides that, my level is not quite there yet. I also wanted to explore on other more unknown pieces. Vuitomp is mostly known for his concertos. During his time, he wrote seven concertos, but during my research, he said that his favorite was the fourth, so my piece. And it's entitled A Grand Concerto because I think the orchestra part is really lovely and it has lots of interacting parts with the soloist. Vuitomp was a violin prodigy. He was actually compared to Paganini during his time, and he was the son of an amateur violin maker. His violin is a Vuitomp Guarneri del Gesù and in the Brussels Conservatory where he taught most, he was a teacher of Eugene Isaiah, another famous violinist. I think he died because he got a paralytic stroke. He couldn't play anymore. However, he had a very full life composing and touring all over the world. Moving on to his concerto. As I mentioned, I am in love with the orchestra part. It's really amazing and it's one of the things that make me motivated to keep on working on it, to keep on practicing it because the orchestra part is so good so the violin part has to be equally as good. The first movement, the orchestra has a solo for like about four minutes before the violinist solo comes in. It starts off very mysterious and then it becomes tragic and then It turns into kind of a mess. My first movement is my favorite movement in this concerto because it takes you through a journey where at first it's kind of dark and then there's a lyrical passage that's so beautiful. It becomes calm and serene and then it turns dark again. So it's like a mood swing. It took a lot of time for me to really listen into the intricate parts of the first movement because there are a lot of orchestra and soloist interactions. And then there's the cadenza that connects to the second movement. And then the second movement is the adagio religioso. I think it's religious in the sense that it's a prayer where the person praying is like pouring their hearts out. It's very dramatic and it has calm parts as well. I think my favorite part, the second movement, is when there's a duet with the harp 
and the cello section. So during the recording, uh, Maestro Marlon, the one who conducted us, helped me to practice the chamber music aspect of playing a duet with the harp and the cello without the conductor. The third movement, Vietom said it was an optional movement. I wasn't actually supposed to play the third movement for the recording, but because it kept getting delayed and extended, I ended up doing it anyway. So it was such a rush. I think I just had like a month or so to really clean it up and turn it into a performance quality. But the third movement is a scherzo vivace. It's a playful movement and then it has a trio section that's in D major. And then that trio section is one of my favorite parts of the piece as well. It has some double stops and lyrical passages and again lots of interactions with the orchestra. It's just really fun to listen to because you really notice the question and answer dialogues. And then the hellish fourth movement, uh, the finale marziale. The intro of the fourth movement is also the same as the intro of the first movement, so it's a long orchestral part. But then, instead of being mysterious, it's now festive and more sure, more happy, more certain, so that kind of tone. And then the hard part about this fourth movement is not only the intonation, which I guess is hard in, in all pieces, but the triple stops, playing on three strings at once. You need to get the finger placement and the intonation right on the left hand while make sure you put the bow at a balanced position so that it hits all three strings and then it's a glissando passage. So it's one of the hard parts of the fourth movement and I think that made me cry about twice or thrice. <laughs> Despite all the technical difficulties or the technical requirements, it also demanded a lot of emotion, a lot of musicality. So not only the plane runs, but also to make sure the notes sing the bel canto style and to make sure that the listener is provoked by the notes and the emotion.
Violinist Kaila Coronel and the Manila Symphony Orchestra, conducted by Marlon Chen, brought to us the second movement of Henri Vuitton's Violin Concerto No. 4. We turn now to our other soloist, Monica Bacchus, with Alexander Glazunov's Violin Concerto. I first got into music because I enrolled in an art school in Cebu. Mandawe City School for the Arts, it was patterned after the Philippine High School for the Arts. Violin was not my first instrument. I did take up Banduria. My teacher was at the same time teaching violin, so I thought I'd take it up. I started playing the violin when I was 11 years old, first year high school. It was just a hobby at first, and then it got serious towards the end of my high school. And then Ate Sarah and Sir Jeffrey, they were head of the strings department in Saints when they offered me a scholarship. I auditioned. It was a good opportunity to study in Manila and have a full ride scholarship. I was serious at that time. And then Sir Jeffrey and the MSO transferred to USC. So I also transferred to USC. And I started my first year in the conservatory with Sir Jeffrey Solares. The rest is history with MSO. And now you are on the brink of another academic tour in Ohio. I was offered a scholarship at Cleveland State University in their music program there. I'm specifically invited by Mr. Odin Ratlam. So he's going to be my violin teacher, along with the orchestra director, Maestro Victor Lima. Tell us about the competitions you've been through leading up to In Pursuit of Excellence. I was first introduced to Namcia when I was in the conservatory. I was like 18 years old. Unfortunately, I only got until the finals round. Last 2020, I got the chance to be taught by Sir Leo Saraza. He said that we are going to do NAMSIA for the next year, which is 2021. That's when I picked up this Glasenov Violin Concerto. Can you tell us a little bit about the Glasenov Violin Concerto? It was composed by Alexander Glasenov. He was a Russian composer during the late Romantic period. This concerto was written specifically for violinist Leopold Auer. This violinist in particular is considered one of the great violin teachers or pedagogues in history. He has produced students with the likes of Jaska Heifetz, Nathan Milstein, Misha Elman, and others. So this concerto is like one big movement. This is only 20 minutes, and it's the same length as the first movement of Brahms' concerto alone. The only difference is that this whole concerto is played without pauses, so it's ataka. The first movement, there's no orchestra introduction, so it immediately starts after one beat. And then after that, we have the second movement, which is seamlessly inserted between the first and the cadenza. So this is a weird structure, and it's not a standard for violin concertos. After the cadenza, we have Attack again to the third movement. The first and second movement along with the cadenza, I think it's typical Russian works. Serious, heavy, with dark colors. My favorite movement would be the second movement. It suits my playing style because I feel like my forte in playing the violin would be producing a range of different musical tones. In this particular movement, I could showcase that aspect of my playing. And then we have the third movement, which sounds a bit Asian. 
It's very fast and very different from the previous movements. I first heard this concerto being performed by my teacher, Sir Leo Sarada. I've never heard anyone else play this concerto. I picked this up also because mainly it fits my playing style. And this concerto is rarely performed here in the Philippines, so it's not a standard concerto like Beethoven, Tchaikovsky. I only heard Serdia play this, so I wanted to play this so people could hear this beautiful concerto at the same time, then appreciate this. It's underrated, but it's very beautiful.
violinist Monica Bacchus with the Manila Symphony Orchestra under the baton of Marlon Chen in the third movement of Alexander Glazunov's Violin Concerto. Earlier, we heard Kaila Coronel taking the solo in the second movement of Henri Vuitton's Violin Concerto No. 4. Kaila Coronel and Monica Bacchus are two of the seven soloists who perform with the Manila Symphony Orchestra for the online concert series In Pursuit of Excellence. The project is directed by Jeffrey Solares, who conducts the MSO with Marlon Chen. For details, updates, and previous installments of In Pursuit of Excellence, visit the MSO Facebook page at facebook.com slash manilasymphony. That is all for this Maestro Filipino, DZFE's weekly feature for fine music in our locale. Each episode airs Saturday at 4 in the afternoon, the following Monday, 12 midnight, and lastly the next Thursday at noon. Maestro Filipino episodes are uploaded every week on our SoundCloud and Spotify channels. Once more, this is Daniel. Thank you for listening.